It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors, beware as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And Murray, who I've been waiting all week with bated breath to hear what he thought of Skin of a Rink. One of the films we're reviewing this week. So just stay tuned. I'm sure it's going to Oh, be, you'll hear about it. It's gonna oh, be, you will. I'm looking so forward to it. Hey there, Merman. Yo. So with the introductions out of the way, let's rage on. Skinner Rinky Dinky Doo. Thanks to all who have been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, and share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform, or even better for us, support us and join the Film Rage community by joining our membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash YYC. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us a movie rental and dare us to see a terrible film, as long as it played in a cinema anywhere in the world, and that's even including in the Antarctic. Iceland? If it could have. And then we'll watch it. Now, let's get to region. But first, here's a word from our sponsor. Hey, Bryce, what are you doing tonight? I'm going to my favorite cinema, Canyon Meadow Cinema, to see the best second-run movies at the best price. What? How inexpensive are they? Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Regular price is five bucks, five bucks. Makes me hope they also serve pizza. They do, plus a lot of other great food choices. Plus, I'm planning my office Christmas party there. They can host a plethora of options for any get-together. Gaming, movie, drag show? Drag show? Now I know why I'm planning my next party. Hey, maybe you think there's a, a Liam Neeson or a superhero movie plan? Ugh, I hope not. But uh, maybe there'll be a great independent documentary. Sure. Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. You know there's um, a free popcorn night coming up somewhere? It's tomorrow. Yeah. See? I told you. It was coming up. You're correct. Right? So if you go to the movies tomorrow... You'll get free popcorn. That's Cineplex. That's in a, well, I think a lot of them are doing it. Oh, I got one from, that. made me think of it because of CM, CMC. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So everybody who's listening, <clears throat> I'm not sure if this is just a Canadian thing, but uh, perhaps our American friends will also get free popcorn. I like popcorn. Me too. It's tasty. It is. I don't like it as much Actually, as you. lots and lots of butter. No. Yeah. No. That's got animal products in it. I, I like, go- part I like golden products. topping, but that's me. Like, And I'm not telling you what the golden topping is because they won't tell us either. They won't mm-hmm. tell us. Mm-hmm. So what do we see in Cinemage, Bryce? Uh, we saw, well, we saw a couple of things, but... The first thing, well, I guess it wasn't the first thing we saw. <laughs> it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was but we lot. saw something eventually, and its name was Plain. How's <sighs> that spelled? P-L-A-I-N? Ah, I'm actually getting to that. <laughs> What's oh, it about, no. Bryce? I, you're probably going to say the same thing as me. Plain. Wait, is that P-L-A-I-N? <laughs> or P-L-A-N-E? What? It's P-L-A-N-E. Mm. Mm. 
P-L-A-I-N would make a lot more sense as there is nothing inspired about this run of the mill action crap fest. I went into this with the lowest expectations imaginable and it was still disappointing. This film about a pilot played by Gerard Butler who crash lands a plane and must try to save his passengers from angry militants is about as good as it sounds. There is no chemistry between any of the underdeveloped car- characters. The action sequence are mainly close-ups of Gerard Butler's face, which no one wants. We also get some big guns and some big explosions and a lot of noise, but little in the way of sincerity, which has just left me feeling bad for everyone involved with this. I will admit that I broke down in hysterics and laughed all the way from the two minute le- from two minutes left all the way right through the end credits when Butler's character, who at the time had multiple gunshot wounds that were bleeding profusely and was asked by one of the stewardesses, you're going to the hospital, right? That question broke me and it crossed over into that so bad it's entertaining realm for a brief moment. But alas, that was not enough to save this train wreck, or should I say plane wreck of a movie. Plane lives up to its name. It was indeed plane and it was also a rage. Huh, who knew? You know what? I've got a plan. Yeah. That also made me laugh. The greatest line ever made in a movie with Gerard Butler. Oh, and about planes. Mm-hmm. I don't think they said anything like that in planes, but mm-hmm. in plain singular, that was one of the best lines. Just got to say. But more importantly, what may be lacking in this movie is there wasn't any motherfucking snakes on the motherfucking plane. That's true. If there was, this might have been a little better. This had the stupidest people making the stupidest decisions along with characters like Gerard Butler's daughter, which has no bearing on anything in this entire film. And everything through this entire movie was nonsensical. Like mercenaries who are actual professionals who just wander in to a giant town where everybody has a gun shooting all out in the open and a firefight that was the most ridiculous shoot 'em up scene I've ever seen in my entire life. And how Luke Cage, AKA Mike Coulter, can run faster than a car and a plane that are having a race was physics defying and upon viewing, very ridiculous. I didn't bring that up because I knew you were going to. <laughs> yeah, you can bet I was going to bring that up. The best thing in this movie was there was a best thing in this movie there was was the second best question of the film yes which bryce has already mentioned are you going to the hospital and just like that we expected another gerard butler film in the can and when i say can i mean garbage can Mm. and speaking of hospitals while watching the end of the movie i thought as I was watching the movie, had to turn and watch Bryce because he may need to go to one as he and I laughed for 10 solid minutes upon hearing the question, are you going to the hospital? And by hospital, I mean mental hospital. And there is a lot to unpack in this movie, but let's hear what Murray has to say first. What say you, Moran? Yeah. Oh, it was a rage, by the way. (laughs) 
First off, I'm extremely glad I did not go with you two guys. You would have laughed because it was no, funny. I would have probably punched you both in the mouth. <laughs> what, is this going to be your number one movie of 2023 it so far? It might be. You never know. Okay. Uh, I know there's no point in trying to convince these two to ever give Gerard Butler a chance. No. They hold him in the same category as Liam Neeson. Actually, he's lower than he's, Liam Neeson. Uh, lower. I get it. At least okay. Liam Neeson was in Schindler's List. Can I finish, And Dark please? Man. Yeah, it's true. You can. Are you done? <laughs> yes, he is. Okay, let me finish then. Okay, let's have it. Uh, for a decade, he went from poorly received action movies, bad rom-coms, and at least one terrible action rom-com, which was The Bounty Hunter. Oh, yeah. So I get it. Not to mention one of my favorite movies of all time, which you guys made incredible fun of. Top Gun? No, Phantom of the oh. Opera. Oh, that one. Which I thought he was good in. Okay. I wrote a song about it. Yes, I know. That made me want to punch you too. <laughs> um, nice. And he also gives the impression of he appears in good movies by accident. Like he doesn't plan to. It just kind of happens. Um, his rugged handsomeness, directly honest manner, and macho American accent have won some audiences over. Uh, he stars in meat and potatoes, action movies, thrillers, movies about cops, criminals, secret service agents, terrorists, and disasters. He has avoided superhero movies and forms a British Isle triangle along with England's Jason Statham and Northern Ireland's Liam Neeson. Um, that bell was probably telling us that you've been talking too much well, about Gerard Butler. too Bar damn bad. <laughs> I listened to you guys drone on about how bad this was for 10 minutes, so now it's my turn. Oh, it should have been 20. Pretty <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyway, um, Dry Butter will never win an Oscar for acting, but he wins my heart every time he kicks ass on the movie screen. Though in this case, it was mostly Luke Cage that kicked ass while trying to keep Butler from doing stupid things to get himself killed. See, I told you he was stupid. Doing stupid things. Oh, he, he was also stupid. He wasn't the smartest character. <laughs> just, 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 just run the guys, rush the guys with all the guns, even though I'm just the pilot. <laughs> right. Um, some movies are meant to be a fun time as long as you don't take it too seriously. Uh, yes. The movie's not exactly original, though it, I think it still feels fresh. You know what's going to happen. The plot gets us to the end, but not by over-explaining what's going on. The pace is almost non-stop. Action is easy to follow, and the movie does have some heart at the end. You can have some fun with this as long as you're willing to forgive the ridiculousness of the plot. I definitely did. It was a high-flying Mondo. Mondo, wow. eh? Wow. Huh. So is that number, your number two film of 2023? It is. So you're saying it's number two, right? I'm saying it's the second, <laughs> second one of the second one. <laughs> okay, can we please just unpack a few you things, though? whatever you want. Okay, so first off, the thing that got me the most mm -hmm. was he started with a Scottish accent. He did. And that swiftly was eliminated. Scottish. Scottish. What did I say? Because he's Scottish. That's why it's Scottish. You, you said Scottish, but the problem was that... He didn't speak Scottish for the whole movie. Yeah, his accent kind of went It kind of went pretty much right after he said it. Like, he was, like, speaking with a Scottish accent, and it, then soon it afterwards... Came, it came in and out a little bit. It wasn't. It, I mean, come on. It was like, not consistent, why would you, though. Why would they make him Scottish unless he was going to speak... The whole movie Scottish. Yes. It made no sense. No. And just 
every single thing, every decision he made was the wrong decision. Yes. It was, <laughs> it was, it was, it, I don't know. It was, yeah. la- I mean, it's, la- even, it's lazy writing when you just write, you know, make him just make dumb decisions every time instead of having circumstances end up, you know, leading him where he's going. They're just like, no, let's just have him do this because that'll put him in the most peril. Yeah. And even though no one would actually do that, eh, well, we'll, yeah. have, we'll have him do it. Especially when he's like, he's going to go rescue the hostages. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, he's like literally saw them kill people for no apparent yeah, reason. And, he, and he's, he's going to, he's, the other dude has to hold them back. Cause he, it's like, dude, there is no freaking way. Unless you're a total moron. Yeah. This is not the opportunity. To, you're just going to go in there. Yeah, you're just gonna take get, them all. You're just gonna get yourself. as you're running out of the forest, you're gonna get shot. Yeah. But I mean, more when they were in the village, oh, when he was gonna village. do that. And he's like, you know what? The solution to this problem is he's already released them all from their from their trap cage. Yeah. He's like, you know what? Will only work here is if I give myself up. And when he said that, I was like, <laughs> what? what? That makes absolutely no sense Zero to me. Sense. Like it was like, okay, yeah, go give yourself up. You're gonna last about five seconds. Yeah, which he would have. The, the whole thing was is they they walked there, so why wouldn't they just walk back? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. what what did they think they were gonna do? He was gonna give himself up, and then they were gonna let everybody go. You're talking about the village. They took the truck almost all the way there, and then he crashed right before they got there. Yeah, yeah. They didn't walk all the way from the plane. Yeah, but still, they got there pretty simply. Yeah, they and they could have the got away. They were, they were driving that long. Yeah, well, they drove the they drove the bus away. It just yes. like none of the none of the scenes of going from point A to point B through this film made any sense to me. It was that's was that was just, my biggest problem with this film. Other than the fact when Luke Cage outran the plane and the car. Yes. Which you must have known that that is it was like it humanly was, possible. He was he was in one spot and then they cut away and then they cut back and he was like Well, they also showed so that the car far and the away plane from where he was before. The car and the plane took off right about oh, when yeah. he took off. Yeah. And then they, they were going they as fast him, as humanly possible. Yeah. They showed him running and we're like, Where's he going? Little did we know that he was outrunning the plane and the car. And the car. So you could just sit there and then... Well, there you go. See, now, if it was Luke Cage, Cage. that's why. See, that makes sense. You guys keep on saying he's Luke. I don't know who Luke Cage is. Lou? Louis Cage? Luke. Luke. Cage. Luke Cage. The superhero. I have... What's a... There's a superhero called... What's a superhero? Yeah. Yeah. There's a superhero called Luke Cage. Luke? Exactly. Luke? Luke. L-U-K... Uh-huh. E. Okay, Luke. New word. Just stop. C A G E. Stop this. Luke. Cage. He knows who he is. He's just. I have no idea who Luke yeah, Cage he is. He doesn't. He doesn't. Who the like, hell is Luke Cage? He doesn't like superheroes. That's not a superhero. It is yes, him. He is. And he's super. Pretty, okay, what is it? DC or Marvel or some Marvel. other? Yeah. It's the same universe as Daredevil. Yeah, you know Daredevil with the worst actor. With the worst that's actor ever on the okay, planet. Okay, was, was that character in the in the Ben Affleck Daredevil? No, probably. Isn't it, isn't it, he was in the background. He was theory. there. Yeah. He was he, there. Okay. Of course. Yeah. yeah <laughs> the important thing about it I is, have no idea. Important thing is you guys hate it. Let's move on. Yeah. Well, we just should ask, say why did he need to stay on the plane when they asked? Do you need, like why was he? I don't, on the plane? I don't know why they did anything. Okay, well that makes more. Why sense. did they make the movie? All right. Well, know. that kind of makes more sense. 
All right. We also saw a movie. Streamed. Yeah, but Bray saw it in cinemas. So I wanted to see it in cinemas. See, he streamed it too. I had to stream uh, it as well. That's why I put the music on. Murray, see, Murray knows thinking. stuff. So this played in cinemas. Like sort of. Last year. Yes. No, this year. This year. It says, it says 2022 on IMDb. Well, yeah, but it, it, yeah, it, it was, probably it went through the festival circuit. And it also, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it is it is it is in semi-widespread cinema release. in Calgary. Yeah. It's yeah, probably in a couple. In November. That's right. <laughs> no, here. It's in, he was di- it's this week. Oh, was it in this theater? Yeah, yeah. That's why Bryce was going to see it in cinemas. I, but I we to. got to see it on but VOD. At least we got to see it. Yeah, well, at least we did. So, we got to see The Eternal Daughter. Very gothic feel to this hotel with bitchy front desk clerk in a hotel that appears to be empty yet cannot seem to accommodate them at all. Mm-hmm. I say Trump. And in this, it was bothering me for quite a while in the film. But then as we approach the end and the big quote-unquote reveal. Nah, that, that wasn't a well, quote-unquote unquote reveal. Well, well, actually, Don't be silly. not that big of a reveal. Well, no, it wasn't it, a reveal because it was so obvious. But it was, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, it felt more. Nobody watching this is gonna go, oh my god, and that's that's the that was the intent. It wasn't intended uh, to be a reveal. Well, that that's that's questionable. Uh, oh, it is. It felt more right having Tilda play both characters, but through most of this movie, I wasn't appreciative of it. This film really? is slow and. M- not really much anything happens. So as I was either watching it or falling asleep watching it, I didn't think that Bryce would probably enjoy this movie maybe just a little bit more than me. Apparently uh, a lot more yeah, than Yeah, as he does love watching movies where nothing happens. Stuff this, happened. And, and this movie had all kinds of that, you know, where nothing happens. I didn't hate it because I do like the double... The Tilda Swinton for my money, and the fact uh, I was kind of mad, and then I realized later why she was doing both roles was something I did actually like about this film. I really didn't know what the film was ultimately about, other than a woman's journey in the memory of her mom, and I did have to rewatch it a second time to rewatch the parts that I slept through. Which how could you sleep through any? Of which this? didn't make me love it any more oh than God. when I slept through about thirty minutes of it the first time around. Yes, but on the times I stayed awake. Which yeah, is surprising. But on the times I woke up, I wasn't annoyed because apparently the film did ease me in and out of slumber with a gentleness. So for that reason, and for Tilda Swinton, Swinton's uh, beautiful performance, it's a man. And what's the humor? <laughs> Bryce is not going to be happy. Yeah, whatever. He'll get over it. So, Tilda Swinton times two. She plays mother and daughter. Actually, it's times three, wasn't it, in the credits? Uh, yeah, I think she was in her third time. Maybe she, because mm-hmm. the mother, when she was dead, it was like really, really old. So maybe they credited her three times. But Maybe. Uh, yeah, they're checking into a hotel that used to be their family home. So apparently, they used to live in a mansion. Uh, upon check-in, they are greeted by a rude yet entertaining receptionist who informs them they can't have the room they want, the kitchen is closed, and can't find their reservation. This is important because 90% of the film, 
There are no other people in the hotel. I actually counted 16 room keys and nobody else running around the property. To add to that, the receptionist doubles as the waitress. So she's like the only person that actually works there. Apparently, Probably cooks the meals too, the four items they have on the menu. Uh, but I guess you don't need any other people when you have two Tilda Swinton. That's right. Double your pleasure. And that's what you get. Tilda talking to Tilda for 96 minutes. Heaven. The ending was very M. Night, but not the good kind. No, it wasn't. It you guys was, missed it was, the point. It was old. It was, it was, <laughs> it was not. You, you guys completely didn't go ahead. Oh, really? I can continue now? It was flat, uninspired, and I kept checking my watch to see when this snooze fast would end. And I also looked over to see when Jim was going to wake up. <laughs> the atmosphere, the fog, and the location was creepy. It was. And yes, Tilda was good. Rage. All right. He couldn't forgive. Could not forgive anything. The story. Gotcha. All right. Now, uh, what did uh, what movie did Bryce see? I saw a completely different movie than you guys. Yeah, you did. The Eternal Daughter is a beautifully shot story of a woman coming to terms with her regrets. Tilda Swinton is brilliant as a screenwriter who is writing a film about her mother as they stay at an estate where some strange noises and occurrences commence. Swinton pulls double duty as she plays mother and daughter. There is an obvious twist of sorts that most will have figured out in the first few minutes, but it is not really that important as it is not really hidden and it is not at all the payoff for this film. The payoff is the brilliance of Tilda Swinton as she navigates through this relationship between mother and daughter, as well as the overall atmosphere that director and writer Joanna Hogg creates as we witness a few days in this woman's life. This is a superior exercise in tone, and it is also a mondo. Huh. Yeah. Because there was a lot, not a lot happening. There was a I ton knew, going on. I knew you no, it was really, all just under the really surface. Oh, okay. It was too deep for there you two schmoes. Oh, right. Too, much too deep, Murray. Too deep for us. The, the deepness yeah. of her going out, uh, looking apparently. for her dog multiple times. Yeah. That was good her- stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Please, please explain to the dim-wittedness of Murray and I how important it was that she took her fucking dog out every other five minutes in the movie or that... Um, there was even a dog in it. Really? What was the pur- what was the whole purpose of the dog? Well, like, oh, dog sorry, in the it's hotel got some room? it's got some metaphor uh, that Murray and I are not capturing with the value of the dog and her walking it every five minutes. It was minutes. just a nice segue from scene to oh, scene. Oh, of course it was a segue. Yeah, see, we got that segue. That was not the part. Was there wasn't a lot going on there in the movie? There was no, there, there was, was some amazing scenes there with was, Tilda Swinton. There is that. I will 100% give you. The movie was boring, no. and I proved it because I fell asleep actually twice. Twice. Yeah. And then How I had to go. did you fall asleep during this? Because it was boring, and not a lot happened. I don't know what I, you're I will say the end scene with Tilda and Tilda was pretty good. The Tilda Tilda swing scene. And yeah, good. I may be the only person out of the two million or whatever that saw this, but yeah, I didn't see the ending coming. It was a oh. surprise to me. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, I, I thought it was his. Uh, well, okay, I'm not going to go into it in case you want to actually see this thing. But oh, you yeah, you, you could spoil this all over the place because it's not it it's it wasn't that's not the point of the film at all. Oh. Yeah, I guarantee if you were to talk to the filmmaker, she'd be like, no, it's, it's obviously that's 
That's the case. Let so, me did you watch the movie? You, you, you'd know that in the first seven the seconds. The only thing would have been better is if in Tilda Swinton's breakdown scene where she's crying, mm-hmm. that she said, She cries a lot. I see dead people. Then it would have been Then it would have been, yeah. There you then, go. then it could have been an M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. That would have been stupid. Ding there, Dong. There was a huge continuity issue in this that we yes, spotted, there though. Was. What was that? There was one huge, yeah, it was one huge continuity issue. I didn't notice they're, it. They're showing um, Tilda Swinton and mm. her mom in, the, in room. the room. Yeah. And then they do an edit and they show Tilda Swinton's mom on the other side of it's the twin bed. Of, this, of the beds. And, and then the next shot, she's back in the, the other side, side of the beds. The same character. Maybe that was done on purpose. I don't think so. I don't think it was. Yeah. It wasn't. No, like it wasn't Tilda. It was the mother because yeah, of the it was gray the, hair and yeah. makeup. Yeah. She's, yeah. On, she's on the right side with the wall yeah. behind her. Yeah. And then it cuts to another shot and the mother's on the left side with the wall behind her. Yeah, but yeah. once again, it's the mother. Yeah, I know. But so it's, it's just more, for, it's just but more but foreshadowing. One no, it's, the other in no, the next it's just, scene. It's, it was the same scene. Yeah. I understand it was, that. It's just more foreshadowing. Okay. There we <laughs> sure, go. Well, it was man. Yeah. It was Mondo. I couldn't give it a man. I just didn't enjoy it. Right, it was a. It was a rage. There you go. I didn't like it at all. So it was a perfectly well balanced film, apparently, because we each got something out of it or didn't get something out of it. I was waiting waiting for the scary shit to happen. Loved it. Didn't. I I kept waiting for something to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. (sighs) Perfect. You love your Tilda. He likes nothing. It has nothing to do with just. Tilda Swinton's in the movie. I love it. It was 100% because there was nothing happening in it. it That is why. And it had Tilda Swinton. So that had a double braces. I wish there was less happening because there was too much happening. I was was trying to play catch up all the time. (laughs) I just kept waiting for the receptionist to show up again because she was the best part of the movie. She was the best part of the movie. I loved her. She was awesome. (laughs) She's the best. best. You guys are broken. She was awesome. She was the best. Well, you broke me. That's right. With your plane review. So there. That's right. So yes. the other thing, and I I set things up like this because I anticipated when we saw this movie mm. that Murray did not actually see the whole thing. Yes, I did. But apparently he did, except for his bathroom break mid, oh. mid, mid-channel. Five minutes. Yeah. I see. So what did we else did we see, Bryce? As you already oh, 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 foreshadowed. Oh. Yes, uh, Calgary Underground Film Festival had a cuff event, and what do they call it? Off, the off cuff? the cuff, yeah, off the cuff. And for those who are looking, you can find Calgary Underground Film at calgaryundergroundfilm.org. Yes, they have stuff all year round. So That's right. They presented a film by the name of Skinnamarink. He do Skinnamarink in this house is a film that takes static shots of walls and ceilings and stairways and a closet door along with muffled dialogue sound bites from public domain cartoons and not one person's face is ever shown as it creates one of the most unique experiences you could have at the cinema in this house all the action off is off camera and what little dialogue there is you really have to lean into to catch in this house it takes a simple concept of two kids finding that their parents are gone and all the doors and windows to the outside are now covered up and there is no escape and that turns into a very creepy experience indeed in this house the film created a feeling in me that i had just woken up a little groggy just heard an unfamiliar noise coming from somewhere in in this house 
That is how I felt for most of the duration of this film. In this house, an uneasy feeling persisted through its entire runtime. In this house, we have an experience that is Mondo. Mert, now that I know you did go. Want me to go next? To see the whole thing? Yeah, go. All right. I loved it. Of course you did. I, I can tell. Uh, despite what it says on the agenda here, I did not quit on this film. He felt it felt like I it from really, our perspective. Really, there was myrrh, and then there was no, no myrrh. <laughs> really, really, really wanted to, but I ended up watching the rest of it standing at the back in this house, mostly because there were people sitting right next to me, because it was almost a sold-out crowd. Which in the house, exactly. nice, exactly. So yeah, I you know COVID, so I prefer to be a little more comfortable, not sitting right next to somebody I don't know. Nice. So yeah, I stood, fair. I stood at the back for most of it, yep. for the last half hour anyway. Um, this was a cuff screening. I love cuff. I love volunteering for cuff, and all the people that are involved. Uh, not every film they present is for me. He's a Murray movie. <laughs> uh, our good friend Brenda said I probably wouldn't like this, <laughs> and she really knows me. Mm. First, I have to applaud the filmmakers. As somebody who works in the film industry in Alberta, I can appreciate all the effort it takes to make a movie. And for the $15,000 budget, it made about 50 times its money back over nice. the weekend. Uh, so kudos for that. I can now appreciate all the hate out there for the Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity. Both films that scared the crap out of me, by the way. Uh, I guess I was supposed to have nightmares from this film. Everybody else does, apparently. Truth is, it was way too dark, and the buzzing audio, an unbelievable amount of static shots, was too much for me. Oh, so good. I actually liked the story, but as a theater patron, I usually require walking, talking actors in the movies I watch. Oh, that's overrated. Or when they're on a plane. Or when they're on a plane. Uh, I think I counted maybe, maybe three or four shots that had moving action. Uh, <coughs> the rest was shots of doorways and walls. So and good. And had really bad cartoons with terrible music on the TV. So good. And yes, creepy music and scary sounds. Yes. I hate to do this to an Alberta filmmaker and my friends at Cuff. But yeah, it's a rage for me. What? If this is your thing, I hope you enjoy <coughs> it. And please and I did. support the filmmaker and encourage you to watch it at least once. I want to watch but it again. I will not be seeing it again because I did not enjoy it the first time. I am going to watch and it I again. I was scared. Someday when it's just me in the house yeah, and I'm going to turn all the lights out and I'm going to watch it by myself in the basement. Will you be nude? Probably. Probably. Oh. Can I come? No, then oh. it's not just me. Oh, well. Can I hide in the closet? <laughs> Only if you make creepy noises. Oh, I can do that. Hey, I you're do that invited. the best of times. All I'll right, just well, leave let, the door open and just... Let me tell you in. what I thought of Skinamarink. Things that describe the film Skinamarink. Sound that is deafening at times. Yes. Silence that is supremely unnerving almost all of the time. Yes. 
uncomfortable situations that take you places you don't know where you're going or have no idea why or what is going to happen. Yes. What is happening pretty much through the entire film. Wanting to look away after endless single shots or sometimes what appears to be nothing, but you just can't look away. I know. Because sometimes the director, and I'm saying sometimes, does things like pops a creepy thing up on the screen or makes a large sound or puts images out of view in the background and sometimes nothing happens at all. I know. But always throughout the entire film, the film has a over and undertone of creepy freaky dread that emotes into every fucked up CLF ridden scene of this movie. I loved what was happening in this movie from pretty much every frame. And then by the end, I knew nothing more than I did at the beginning of it, which is even more confusing, which I liked a lot. Yes. But it was just a little too long. I knew you were going to say that. Yes. It needed about 10 to 13 minutes of editing because I looked at my watch 12 minutes before it ended, which normally means if I've looked at my watch, yeah, it's not that great a movie I was hoping or it's it was, not the greatest of movies. I want it to be longer. Which, after leaving, Director's caused cut. me to Director's wonder... Cut. If it was as good as I'd thought it had. Oh. So, upon leaving the cinema, I was still a bit confused. And I was a little bit of a confused state. And wasn't sure I loved this movie. Mm. And was thinking, it was too long and needed editing. But then on second thought, days later, I could not stop thinking about this movie and want to see it again and again and again and again and again and again. This film is Mondo because yes. I can't stop thinking about it. Yes. Even now, I'm thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> I know. It's, it's crazy. Just looking at Bryce sometimes scares me. And <laughs> yeah, this, it scares me too. This movie, it, you know, these are the type of movies that... It, it's, it, yeah, I can see it's a low budget film, mm. and but it's taking you places that no one's taken you before. Yep. And so as much as I think there could have been some editing on it, at the end, once you, like the end was a good payoff for what you got. And it was just, <clears throat> it gave you an atmosphere that as a horror fan, I haven't felt like that in a long, long while in a horror film. Like I have not been scared and I wasn't fully scared in this no, movie. No, you're never fully scared, <laughs> but you're creeped the bleep yeah, out like I, the entire I don't normally, way. nothing creeps me the bleep out. Yeah. And by bleep, I mean, it doesn't creep me the fuck out. <laughs> they're, they're, like, I'm never creeped out. And this movie fucking creeped me out. Yes. Because you don't see anything except like... It's so it's, good. It's, it's almost like the cameras are kind of like hidden that yeah. are there. It's a Bryce movie. It's Well, it was apparently a me yeah. movie too. There you go. It was fucking creepy as fuck. It was so good. It was movie. No. No, this is not a murder. And like movie. I said, Paranormal and Blair Witch, who've gotten a lot of hate over the years, those two generally creep me out. Yeah, Paranormal is the same. It's like I for the first like 100 paranormal. nights, there's like nothing happens. You're just staring at mm. footage as they're sleeping. But then all of a sudden, something. And that seriously made like my skin crawl and my my back just got, you know, yeah. 
I right see, the difference and, and between this them movie is this didn't do that. This had a lot more imagination from the than moment, any of those. It never grabbed me from moment one. That's weird. I was just it, uncomfortable, it abs- and I wanted to see what was happening, and I hated it. It was so dark. It, see, and that, it totally grabbed me from the first second and really never did. let go. Yeah, I so just, for, for me, it was the same thing. Like I, I, You couldn't focus on stuff, so it made you look harder at the screen so yeah. that when something did happen, you're like, wait well, a minute. Like, and, and as I say, like the muffled dialogue, you, you literally, like, I found myself like leaning in. I can't in, really hear to, what's happening. Yeah. To, yeah, and the more you leaned in, the more it was, it it was, was like, like, and then all of a sudden, it just puts a giant, ah, yeah. on the screen, and you're kind of like well that was creepy and scary yeah, that was one moment <laughs> thank that, god that almost that got me they, one moment thank god that that happened but that but, that, but so that, those are what was happening because you did not know what was going to happen all the way through it and and yeah i i agree that you should really watch this i mean it was great to see it in cinema with a packed yeah, it house was, this yeah. is the one time where i'm like at some point i need to watch this by myself when there's when yeah. it's an empty house but there but there like there was not a peep in the entire movie for the entire yeah. movie yeah you didn't have people like See, screaming at the screen that's i guess where you guys are different i noticed every little sound in the theater because really? there's no yeah. sound no, there was no sound on the screen anything. I heard people shuffling around. I watched people go up and down the aisles. Like, yeah, but there, there was nobody talking. Like, nobody was. No, lots nobody of was times talking, in a movie, no one was talking. People, people were trying people to be. Have sodas. I mean, you, you hear. I heard noises. Yeah, yeah, but you, you, you're not hearing people talking because they're they're, yeah. they're so focused on what's going on in the movie. It, it, the whole, it just, it just didn't, theater it didn't grab me from the start. So I was out of it the whole movie. Yeah. That's kind of how I felt about playing. It, it, so. it never yeah. really got me. So, like. Congratulations to the filmmakers, and I think it may be showing up on Shutter at some point. So I wouldn't doubt it. If you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. But yeah, yeah. or if you can oh. see it in cinemas or in like Bryce's well, space, you might have a return gig maybe to our friends in the north. I'll post Bryce's address on our social media, and then you can just sneak into his closet. Scare the crap out of him when he's watching. <laughs> it. Then when he's when he's what, just live in his closet until you know that he's playing the movie. Bryce, make sure you turn the sound up when you're watching it, so people know. Yeah, I want in you this to have house, surround and then, sound and off. then they know it's time to get out of the closet. That's, that's just the trailer they don't ever see in this oh, house yeah, in, the, in the actual movie. It's true, but maybe you'll play the trailer. By first. the way, the trailer is. They so don't say much. So of they don't say much of anything in the movie. In this house, yeah, it's it's true. They don't say much of anything. The trailer's awesome too, except for go to sleep. Whatever. Yes. Oh, please don't tell me this is your top 10 Gerard Butler movies. It better not be. <laughs> Thought about it. Uh, I don't think I even have 10 in this. Like. No, I well, because just, there's, there just, isn't. There's well, maybe I do, I do one. enjoy his action movies. His rom-coms, not so much. Cop um, Shop was terrible. Cop Shop was a man. There you go. Cop Shop was good. Yeah, it was good. The Plane Boss. The Plane. A plane movie? This week is all about planes. All right. Not only did I get to see Gerard Butler's awesome new action flick, yeah. I also found a hidden gem in the Crave Library. What? Money Plane. Oh, no. From 2020. No. <laughs> and probably a direct-to-video turd fest. Okay, can, we, can you pause just here for I just a second? I have seen this. Yeah, yeah. And I dared you to see this. Yes. And you said it was a meh. Did I really? Yeah, you did. Because I hated it so much. Well, there was something about it. What was about it that I liked? It was something stupid like you normally have. Like yeah, it was like I, it was like okay, something tell me like. Tell about it again. Refresh my memory because there is something that made me. Say is this, this is the mad. Bryce minute or the Merman minute? Yeah, yeah, but 
we need to know need about to know this movie why, again because yeah. it was I so finish. Okay, then you can ahead. comment we'll after do. I'm done. Yes, yeah, or during. It's no. just that we've already talked about this on our well, podcast. I probably wasn't here for it. That's true. And this was on TV, so I taped it. Nice. A professional thief with forty million dollars in debt and his family's life on the line must commit one final heist: rob a futuristic airborne casino. Filled with the world's most dangerous criminals. I remember this being so bad. This epic film stars Kelsey Grammer as the bad guy. Sure does. Evil mm. crime lord Darius the Rumble Grouch. Whose catch line is, let's rumble. Uh, but the actions, true action star of this flick was Adam Copeland. Ah, right, Adam Copeland. Also was known in it. as Edge. WWE's Edge. From Toronto, Ontario. That's not in Canada. Not only that, but it features not one, not two, but three Lawrence brothers. Joey, hey. Lo- Joey Lawrence. What the hell's the a eight- Lawrence brother? Joey Lawrence from the 80s sitcom fame. Whoa. And see, you, you know what? Even Mr. Whoa. Movie knows it. Whoa. And his two less talented brothers wrote, produced, and directed this film. Did they? And all three of them were in it. Nice. Oh, wait. There's more. I forgot more. Julie Lawrence. There's was more. Uh, yeah. there was Starring more. as the hero's wife, yes. whose life is in danger, was none other than Denise Richards. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. You only see her for five minutes. Believe me, that's uh, enough. <laughs> I Don't did you mean, not give this a Yes, map. you did. So what did I think of this film? Yes, what did you it think? It was of basically this? Ocean's Eleven on an airplane. That is Except terrible. Except every high stakes wager ends with a subject dying some gruesome death. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool enough. You bet on somebody when they're going to die. Yep. Uh, except the professional wrestler as a lead character is never good unless your last name is Johnson. Johnson. The stunts were terrible, the dialogue was cringeworthy. And the plot was laughable. Can I just add one thing? Uh-huh. And the thing they were making you think was a plane was a set. Because it was the most most obvious set of anything that was trying to be a plane. I couldn't get I past gotta that. I got to go back and listen. If you say I gave this anything but a rage, no, I need you to gave find out why. I got to find out why. Please, bro. I, en- I enjoyed most of it. I do think. Even though all those terrible yeah, things. because it was terribly bad and cheesy. I loved that. <laughs> I do think grammar needs to be added to at least one of our lists, though. He is not making good career choices. Oh. Uh, No wonder he's up for a Frasier reboot. (laughs) Sadly, it is a rage. Oh, yes. I did did enjoy it, though. Yeah, you you know what? There's movies that I give a rage that I did enjoy. I'm glad I saw. Yeah, it just Mm. was just fun. I'm looking at you, Dumbo. Yeah, Dumbo. <laughs> you, and your, gotta, you and your big ears. There's no way I gave it a meh. You totally did. I think you did. I think yeah, you enjoyed it more than you thought you did. Blah, blah, blah. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. Sweet, sweet rage, covering my body and soul 
releasing out into the universe my toxic rage blanketing all those who come in contact with it with a warmth that only true rage can deliver get to the point my rage this week is real simple yep just like Liam Neeson I do not want to see another fucking Gerard Butler movie as long as I fucking live he cannot make a good movie if his soul depended on it and it does I think in particular he is completely awful I hate every single thing he's ever done and that's my rage this week I can't stand him I don't want to see another one yeah that's my rage that's fair he's awful he's pretty bad that's it you should have done my top 10 drug butlers (laughs) There's no, there's no humanly way that you've got I ten. I bet you I could. I, I don't think bet so. Bet you could. Heck, you just wait till next week. <laughs>Rage is having to stream the Eternal Daughter instead of seeing it where I should have seen it, and that is, of course, in a movie theater. That is where I want to spend my money, not on VODs, not on streaming services. I want to give my hard-earned cash to the theaters. Uh, unfortunately, I w- it was playing here in Calgary, but yes. it was playing at like 12 noon on a Saturday afternoon and some other stupid time and it wasn't playing consistently so I I literally could not make it to the theater to watch it. So ultimately you're raging because you're too much of a panty waste to call in sick is what I'm hearing. Exactly. I should I should have called should in called sick. That's right, you should have called theater. in sick. Okay, so my, the my rage, rage is, is that I'm too much of a panty waste to call in sick. That's the that's what it should be. Here here. That was a good rage. I usually rage about you the same reasons <laughs> I'm always like hey Bryce what are you doing today I'm working can you call in sick no no I'm not sick can you call in like you pulled I am I am pulled a grind muscle or something as a teller of truths it's true I do not have the capability to tell prevarications and and the other reason is because his boss listens to this podcast so oh, really? he can't <laughs> <laughs> The next time he calls in sick, so she's gonna she's gonna look and see what's playing at the plaza. So he can't talk crap about his workplace. That's right. Oh, yeah. I love that place. Why would I talk crap about it? They're the best. They pay him. Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. Well, this isn't going to be a tough discussion. What's because that? originally we were going to try and discuss, because Tilda Swinton has been removed from our mesmerized list, and so we thought, well, maybe there's a possibility that she could make it on the undoubted list. Apparently not, because Murray gave it a rage. She only has eight more movies, and she can be undoubted. Do you have the list there, though? Of the movies? Yeah. Well, let's just pull it up. Just pull it up, just because I'm curious. You want to now talk about her. I'm just curious to see, had he not given it a rage, if she had any chance, which I'm not even sure if she does, to be honest. I think she's been in too many awesome movies, movies that are not good. She's been in a lot of awesome movies. Though. All right. So what's the last date? Uh, okay. So Pinocchio, which doesn't count because it's uh, animated. Let's we'll start with the eternal daughter. 
Yeah, that's what we're doing. I said we're not doing Pinocchio because oh, it's, it's that that next. Okay, go ahead. That was the that it was actually yes. came out after. Yeah, well, as far as IMDb is concerned, yeah. whether okay. or not yeah, it's yeah, yeah, in yeah, 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 yeah. And then it was Eternal Daughter Bondo, which was a meh. Rage, which is a rage, which is the reason she's not on. Uh, three thousand years of longing was Mondo's Mondo. for both of us. Then she was in Memoria, Mondo. which for you is a Mondo. It was also a rage for Murray, and it was a meh for me. So she would have been fine. Know. What are you guys watching? Uh, if she, so she, Mondo. She wouldn't she'd be fine if it wasn't for Murray. Love Memoria. I'm just saying. The French Dispatch, which was a Mondo. Mondo. That's four meh. Mondos. And it was meh. another meh for him. Yes. So again, last and first man, she doesn't count because she was just a narrator. But it was Mondo. That's one it of was, my favorite movies of that year. It was also a meh. It was awesome. Um, and then she was in The Personal History of David Copperfield, which was a Mondo. Mondo. Five Mondos. And then she was in Uncut Gems, which was a Mondo. Mondo. Six Mondos. And then she was in The Dead Don't Die, which for me and Murray was a Mondo, but for Bryce, it was a meh. It was a meh. And then what we... Nope, that was TV series. And then Avengers Endgame, which was a meh. Was yeah, it was doc- a meh. So it got back-to-back meths for well. me. I couldn't even get it, her on okay. if it was just me. So even if Murray said he's not voting on you any of them, yeah, it's because, because of you. But the first have, one would have dropped off, and her next one be a Mondo, and she'd be on. Now i got to wait eight. But, but ultimately, it's still your fault. Yeah, she's you, not getting any younger. You can take my vote right out because I didn't see how those movies. Yeah, that's but, well, we well, did. Well, unfortunately, you did see the last one. Between the two of you, you still didn't give it. That's right. Eight Mondos. But, so but Murray... In the two of you, you disqualify. But her. Murray, it's not the two of us. It's Bryce. Oh. He is the reason. Thanks, what? Bryce. Why she's not, undoubtedly. That's right. Oh. Thanks, Bryce. What? Because <laughs> she made it for me. I passed her through. You did, actually. That's I, right. I got Because she was man, Mondo, man, Mondo. The thing is, she'd and be for you, it was double man. If, if it was a, her next movie was but, a man for uh, me, I'd, she'd be Yeah, awesome. but you never know now. You just have to realize it's all your fault, Tilda Swinton. Whatever. I don't understand how the greatest actor, actress on the face of the earth. Um, excuse one me. One of the best actors on the face okay, of the earth. Okay, that's a good choice. Is not on any of our lists. It makes no sense to me. Well, if Murray gives. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you guys take Tilda Swinton off the week I she wasn't did. here? That's right. Yeah, because he made so that, me watch some idiotic had, movie that, that nobody no, should have to watch. That had nothing to do with me. But a Peter Stormare was more mesmerizing. It's true. What the? All right. So more importantly, yes. let's stop talking about Tilda Swinton. I don't want to. Because the tears will start I to flow. Yeah, okay, right. The more important discussion we have to have this week is yes. whether or not Sly Stallone is doubted, undoubted, oh. repulsive, or mesmerizing. Or none In of the above. In acting or directing. Or none of the above. <laughs> Because he has officially made eight movies. Okay, so let's let's. Uh, what do you as want a, to start with? As a director or as an actor? Yeah, as a director. Oh, because he made a lot more as an actor. Yes, of course. Well, we're gonna do we're gonna do yeah, all of them. Okay, like let's 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 get this rolling then, because this sounds like it's gonna take a while. That's not gonna take too long for the so so the so the big one. Yep. His last directorial debut. All right. Was the Expendables. Which for me was a rage, rage. and like Murray it. gave it a mondo. So right now he's already he gone. can't be on anything. It. Let's just be. Cu- I'm curious to see if he would have made it with, without. All right, Murray's mondo. Uh, Rambo, was, 2008 uh, was a rage. It was meh. It was rage. Uh, Rocky Balboa, 2006 was yep. a rage. It was meh. It was rage. 
Uh, Rocky Four for me was a rage. It was meh. No, it was rage. Uh, Staying Alive, which was a rage. That was a rage. Yep. Rocky Three, also a rage. Yeah, it was meh. And Rocky Two was a rage. It was meh. And then, <laughs> and then Paradise Alley, which was a meh for me. Uh, I'd probably give it a meh. All right. So basically. I gave a lot of mehs. You gave. Sylvester Sloan like is, is basically apparently. a meh. Yeah, well, I'll go he, see a dr- I, movie directed I, by Sloan. I did give him kudos that he does some of the best close-up film work I've ever seen. There you go. So there you go. Great. Let's move on. What well, else? Well, apparently he's not doubted or undoubted. Okay. So uh, for for directing. For directing. But for acting. Let's bring it on. Okay. Now, does this count? He was in the... Samaritan or Samaritan or whatever it is. It's the one that was on Prime. Samaritan. Yeah. Samaritanian or something. Uh, Yeah. Does that count? Yeah, I think it counts. I haven't seen it though. It was a rage for me. I haven't seen it. Murray? Yeah, I was all right. Was it a man? Yeah. Okay. He was in the Suicide Squad, which was a Mondo for me. But he wasn't in it. Oh, that's right. He was a shark. He was a shark. Then there was... Rambo Last Blood, which was a rage. Hey, meh. Although uh, that last scene was it? almost made it a rage. I, I don't watch Rambo movies. Much as I like action movies, I haven't really seen a one. So you should, because then we might be able to get him on I some lists. Know. Escape Plan, The no Extractors, can. was a rage. That's a rage. That was awful. It was terrible. Uh, he was in a movie called Backtrace, which was a rage. That was a rage. I saw that. Creed 2 was a rage. That was a rage. Escape Plan 2, Hades. Was rage. That was ridiculous rage. Uh, no, he doesn't count in Guardians of the Galaxy either, no. Volume 2, because he was just a voice. Yeah. And then he was in Creed. Yeah, which was Mondo. Which was a rage. I like Creed. Was it a man or was it a rage or a Mondo? Not about Mondo. It was a man. Okay. It was Mondo. I mean, rage. you're talking about out of the eight movies he directed, four of them are Rockies. So it's like, obviously, he has not a lot of range. No, the, the acting one. But this the one's act, the well, acting he, one. out of the 50 movies he made, 20 of them and, are And I, and are I will say it is his performance in Creed that made it Mondo. Yeah. As an old aging fighter who's dying, which was Did you, very... Was there subtitles? No, you didn't oh, need, you subtitles. need subtitles. You always need subtitles. And for the record, I love all the expendables. I know you do. There's a fourth one, by the way, coming out. Oh, oh, oh and Kelsey Grammer was in three. Uh, okay, you know what? We should talk about Kelsey Grammer. Murray suggested it. Yeah, let's see it real quick. This might be quick. There uh, was a, I know there was a meh. There was some movie that What's Her well, Head was in. His Christmas movie I actually like, but I don't think I'd give it a Mondo. But it Christmas. wasn't because of him. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to... You're going to say all these movies. I'm not going to have seen any of them. Because all I can think of was that... Uh, I can't think of anything. What has he made? I guess Money Plane. Well, for like, what, 10, 10 or two years? TV movies was... don't count. Right. Aren't they all TV movies? Uh, no. So he was in a movie TV that was counts. not a TV movie called Christmas in Paradise. What the hell is Christmas didn't see in that Paradise? One. I didn't see that because it's a Christmas movie. Okay. He was in a movie called High Expectations. I don't know why we're doing this. I haven't seen that either. Neither of you. Perhaps you should see it. Yes. Yeah, we're not going to sit here and watch eight Kelsey Grammer you movies in order to get him on a in. freaking list. Where he, Father Christmas is back? Nobody's that's, seen this that's, movie. That's Jim. the one I saw. I uh, like that one. There you go. He might make that. He might make the undoubted list. Murray. No, I Murray. doubt it. Um, he was in a movie called Charming 
the hearts of men. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done. I, I haven't seen that either. And I'm not going to. Kelsey Grammer is safe because he makes such putrid crap that I'm never going to see any of them. There's got to be one. He leaves. You saw Money Plane. Yeah, you did see Money Plane, which you gave a man. I don't think I gave it a man. You absolutely did. Uh, Anyways, why not? Let's keep on going. What was his fifth back, Jim? I I stopped looking. Apparently, we have to... We now have to watch some Kelsey yeah, Grammer movies. we're not watching any Kelsey Grammer well, oh, movies. I'm sorry. Why not? Because we'd have to watch eight Kelsey Grammer movies. No, we only have to watch every other movie. <sighs> you almost made Unless me swear. Murray makes almost had to swear. Yeah. Well, remember? Did I, do you remember the year of Denise Richards? <laughs> These pretzels are making me thirsty. Do you remember the year of Denise Richards? <laughs> I do. That was hell. The, the best years of our life. Absolute hell. No, unfortunately, it started going south for him when he put on blue paint and was in an X-Men movie. Oh, Kelsey yes. Grammer? Yes. He was the Beast. He was in at least one of them, maybe two. Oh, he yeah. was the Beast. And it wasn't, about it that. wasn't a suit. It was him. Yeah, with, he was with pretty blue good. Makeup. Look, yeah, it was all right. I mean, yeah. he, wasn't ju- he wasn't like hanging from the ceiling or anything, but still. Oh, what everybody a loves man. everybody loves Kelsey Grammer. Oh, he was and also TV. in the remake of Fame too. By the way. Well, that sounds extremely them. awful. <laughs> Just saying. All right, well, but, but yeah, like much as I like Father Christmas, other than that, a lot of his recent movies have been terrible. All right, so. Let's move on. I'm sick of the list. <laughs> well, it was it was a washout all the way along. It was know. it was a waste of freaking time. It's never. Well, a waste what isn't of time. a freaking waste of time is we're going to talk. A, we didn't get a promo this week, no. so we're going to talk about Cuff again. So those who are listening to our podcast and you have access to coming to Calgary, Southern Alberta, you area. are going to get a special surprise because we're going to be seeing the off-the-cuff event of Infinity Pool by Baby Cronenberg. Yeah, I think it's actually at uh, Sundance right now. Yeah. So if you're in the States, you could see it at Sundance, I guess. Yeah. Right? You could. But if you're in Calgary, it's playing on... January 26, 26th, which is a Thursday. Was it? Yep. In the evening. Which we'll all be going to. Yes. Because we'll Baby there. Cronenberg's on a roll, too. And it has actors moving around, so I may actually enjoy it. Plus, it has... It has a Skarsgård. My, my second favorite Skarsgård. The second best Skarsgård. That's right. After Bill. Mm. Exactly. There's our promo. There you go. <laughs> all so, right. get your tickets now. Get your tickets now. Yes. We'll see you there. Calgaryundergroundfilm.org. I got my ticket. Good. Last week on Rage or Dare, the boys skipped hand in hand merrily into the new year like newborn babies. Wait, do newborn babies skip? Maybe with an elaborate system of wires, you could arrange them. Anyway, anyway, the boys drew from my torturous bag of evil remakes and pulled The Last Witch Hunter. Wait, you're telling me that's not a remake of Season of the Witch? Regardless, Vin Diesel is in it, so I'm pretty sure it's even worse than a remake. (laughs) Who am I kidding? It's the absolute worst. (laughs) This week, the easily broken Bryce, as I like to call him now, gets another fateful chance at Death by High School Musical 3 when he reaches into Jim's mixed bag of tricks. 
Will the completely doubted Vin Diesel re-break Bryce? Oh, and Jim, of course. Or did the Diesel put Jim on the right track to break just in time for Valentine's Day? You know, because I love him so much. Sorry, I mean, I love to break him so much. <laughs> All right. Why don't you tell us about the last witch hunter? I just, I, this will be pretty quick because I, I, okay. I, I just watched the last witch hunter like six days ago and I'm at a loss to talk about it. It literally made no impression on me. I remember Vin Diesel was in it. I believe he was cursed at the beginning to walk the earth forever by a witch. That is weird because all that accomplished was this guy hunting down witches forever. <laughs> Why would she want that? I also remember Elijah Wood is in it. He said something that made me smile early on, but I don't remember what that was. Other than that, I am drawing a blank. I mean, it was definitely a rage as I know it was not as good. I know it wasn't good at all. But it wasn't up to Casey's usual standard as it failed to haunt me with its repulsiveness. So yes, it was a rage, but not up to the rage I would expect from Casey's bag. It was kind of like a vacation this time around. I watched it and then I forgot about it. That's almost What was this film about, Jim? Well, I was a little confused too. So this seemed like... It was a little less funny Austin Powers film than when I saw Goldmember. Mm. Isn't it? I don't know. I mean, Michael Caine is always funny in Austin Powers films, right? Oh, yeah, Michael Caine was in it. This was was funny, like Austin Powers. Right? No. Right now. Hmm. Elijah Wood made me laugh once, though. Elijah Wood is a god. So, um, but then, I hate to say this. That Elijah Wood is in this. Yeah. Because as a rule, he never makes anything I don't love him in. Yeah. And as usual, he's amazing in it. Also, maybe not well known, fantasy is one of my favorite secret crush genres. Yeah, I don't like fantasy. So my number two creep crush, mm-hmm. plus Austin Powers' dad, yeah, plus secret genre crush, yeah. Minus the completely doubted and repulsive Vin Diesel yeah. makes us a meh. Even though the CGI story concept was not great. Oh, and the logic and believability was difficult at times. I mean, what punishment, as you had alluded to, was it to curse him to live forever so he can kill witches when, <laughs> she is, when she's the queen of witches? What is that? Oh, right. That's right, because it made no sense. No. I was confused why the witch would do that. Right up until the very end, until she comes back and tells us the <laughs> reason she did that. Oh, what which was still it? also I don't made remember. No, because then she could suck him dry and not in a good way, and then she could live forever. Which I'm kind of thinking, like, well, why didn't you just kill him in the first place and then just live forever then? Because like, he didn't have the witch's power inside him yet. Yeah, well, but I don't she had it in she her. Gave it to him. She gave it to I him. Didn't even see and that then she took I, it back. I can, I can follow Why it. didn't she just keep it to begin with? No. Yeah. And then she would have saved a lot of witches in the meantime. Yeah, like, see, why is she wanting her uh, witch? I, again, we're going cover. back to Highlander, which you guys also hated. What the yeah. hell's a Highlander? <laughs> Every time they killed somebody else, they got their power. So I'm guessing, not, I've not seen this. 
Vin Diesel got power by killing witches. No, no, he didn't. He, didn't. he, didn't. he, didn't. Wasn't it? he just got. He a, was given I, the power by the to witch, kill witches, who then no. took the power back at the end of the movie so that she could live forever. Which makes no sense because she had the power in the first place. So That's all right. she did was kill a lot of witches. He killed a her. lot of witches. Well, no, she did by with her actions of giving him the power I to guess, kill witches. Yeah. For, so, which if for, she's the queen of witches, she probably shouldn't have done that. Maybe she's, she just wanted she to is get an rid of, idiot. She, maybe she wanted to get rid of her. Rivals. She's the worst witch. She's the worst. She's not. She See, didn't think it through. Is she what didn't it is. follow this. I don't know why you guys. Yeah. She needs to think this through. But. <clears throat> The entire movie with Vin Diesel's annoyingness yes. and his whispery baby talking, yeah. yes. even my number two creep crush, Elijah, isn't powered to defend the doubtedness of Vin Diesel. Mm. Elijah has a powerful hold on me, just like perhaps a witch might. But even his power of good creepiness is not enough to take down the undoubted and repulsive Vin. Even though Elijah is part of my creepy creep crush family, it's all about family. Mm. Right? <laughs> That's oh, what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> One thing to note, though, is of all the Vin Diesel movies I've seen, and unfortunately, I've seen them all, I found this one the least annoying. I bad for you. I, uh, I, liked, I liked one Vin Diesel movie. Was it Pitch Black? Was that, pitch black. Yeah, it's oh, okay. I was going to say the babysitter that's, one. That's the only one I yeah. liked. The rest of them have been god awful rages, like every single one. Oh, he's repulsive. He is so repulsive. All, all nine passes. And his, his, yeah, starting with the first one and working his way up to nine. Yeah, the mm. uh, and his whispery baby talk is just so fucking annoying. Yeah, he's terrible. Well, he's just not that bright. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's that too. Limited vocabulary. All right, Mr. Brace. Let's see. If you're gonna get High School Musical three, oh, will this never end? It's well, it's gonna end eventually because there's not. This bag's getting empty. Come on, get in there. This bag's getting empty. This Ugh. bag is making me thirsty. <laughs> it's not High School Musical three. No, that means I might get it. Oh, you're getting it. Uh, I think this is... Is this Cedric the Entertainer? What's it called? Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Probably. I think it's Cedric the Entertainer. Am I right? I think you're right. Sure. I don't think, I don't think I've seen it, at least. So that's good. Yeah. So I don't have to relive some hellish thing that I've already seen. Um, I'm guessing I'm not going to be laughing too much, but I'm guessing it's a comedy. Um, the reason that you're getting this is not because Cedric the Entertainer may or may not be in it. Is he, though? Oh, yes, he's in okay. it. But the star of this show... Yes. ...is Martin Lawrence. Oh, no! <laughs> Double whammy. <laughs> well, Cedric the Entertainer is actually pretty entertaining. Yeah. But... Miles. Martin Lawrence I forgot that never it was, he's like, I had actually blocked out that Martin Lawrence was in it. I know you did. I just block him out completely because yeah. he just... He is... Oh he my. is the most repulsive okay, this, person no. on our list. I would like to pick again. Uh -oh. I think I'd like to post, do High School Musical 3 instead of this. <laughs> nope. That's not going to happen. All right. I Welcome home, you, Roscoe Jenkins. I can give you Olympus Has Fallen again. Oh, God. No. <laughs> or Angel Has Fallen. No. Or London no. Has Fallen. Stop it. You know what? This has Gerard been, this has been the best day of my life. 
I know I say that a lot. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, my life just keeps getting better. Well, so it's hey not the thing. It's good to be Jim. It's good yeah. to be Jim. Well, thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks, Extended Film Ranch family, who you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey from The Nerdy Photographer, the god of rage, for the voice of Rager Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, and subscribe, and send us emails to filmragecalgary at gmail.com. Dare us to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, please, please, please make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on! Rage on!